0: aici guerrilla camp pentru cei cu startupul în sânge business liberat de telecom accelerat de Dacia inspirat de Banca Transilvania
1: Bună dimineața doamnelor, domnișoarelor și domnilor 10 și 14 minute, aproape și un sfert. Iar astăzi, în Gherila Camp Live, în fața dumneavoastră, am un invitat cât se poate de special. De ce? Pentru că este un invitat din afară care vine să vă aducă o grămadă de know-how, o grămadă de lucruri din care voi ați putea să vă inspirați, sau pur și simplu să vă faceți un țel, așa, în urma acestei discuții, un cel evident de business. Așadar, uh, I'm presenting to you, ladies and gentlemen, here next to me in the studio, uh, lies Dan Brown. CEO of Performance Consultants. Hello, David Brown and welcome!
2: Hi, nice, it's Nice to be here, thank you.
1: Nice to have you. So, uh, I'm going to present you in Romanian first for our listeners. Uh, pentru cei care nu știu cu ce se ocupă domnul David Brown, ei bine, el este director general și CEO al Performance Consultants, David este responsabil pentru conducerea unei dintre firmele de pionierat în domeniul coachingului, dezvoltării leadership-ului și, și îmbunătățirii performanței. Intenția lui David pentru consultanții de performanță este să permită ca aceștia să fie cu adevărat noi la lucru învăță în zilnic prin experiență. În calitate de administrator al Fundației Federaţiei Internaționale de Antrenori, David are o experiență în domeniul serviciilor bancare de investiții și o înțelegere profundă a ceea ce este nevoia de a crea, a construi și a susține companii de succes, investiții și oameni. So uh, Mr David Brown. What is the history of coaching? I always asked myself, um when was the beginning? What was the beginning of coaching in business, of course?
2: Uh sorry, I think it was Tim Galway in about 1976 wrote a, bu- a book called The Inner Game of Tennis and what it was is uh we realized that telling people and teaching people was not the way to get them to perform and people have an inner learning that they actually can learn themselves if they, if, you, if you structure it properly. And that's where coaching really began. And oh. then, and then a, and a guy called Sir John Whitmore came along who virtually said, this is extraordinary. The impact in business of this is, is uh, amazing. Our first client was McKinsey, then IBM.
1: Oh, wow. Um, about that, uh, what uh, is the impact in, uh, in the organization, like in general, uh, the impact of coaching, of course, uh, through the years?
2: It's really the only way to unleash the potential of people because it virtually, inside everybody, there is so much potential. If you look at actually, do, we do, um, we, we ask people how much of themselves do they bring to work. On average, hmm. worldwide, it's 40%.
1: Oh, wow, I'm bringing 90 over here. I don't know. (laughs) So, yay.
2: But Uh, you still have 10% more.
1: (laughs) Okay, all right. Um, uh, Is it better with a coach in business? Uh, Do the real businesses had this type of coaching at the beginning?
2: I think uh, having a coach externally in the beginning is the first step. But what we experience now, and if you look, I was people like um, the really advanced leaders. What they're doing is saying every manager has to have this skill. And when this happens in the organization, suddenly instead of having one CEO, you have ten CEOs, a yeah. hundred CEOs, a thousand CEOs. And this is what I experienced as a as a as young businessman. So in
1: 2018, it's a must uh, to have coaching in your business. Like.
2: Uh, I, well, I think yes, but even more so because the millenniums are coming along, and this is with the environment, the culture they want. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, even I think the story, perfect example here, is with your own organization, where you know someone had a dream, yeah, and this is where you were going to make it happen no matter what, and you know you have freedom, you have a responsibility, and you know this is the way to operate as, organ- as human beings.
1: Oh, David, this will be a beautiful, beautiful conversation. Uh, please, uh, people. Let me bring you the money.
0: Unul din 15. 15 pentru România. Îngherila Camp. Parteneri HP și Aqua Carpatica. Glow Advanced Heat Technology. Glow Next Product Generation. Aici, Guerilla Camp. Pentru cei cu start in sânge. Business liberat de telecom, accelerat de Dacia, inspirat de Banca Transilvania.
1: 10 și 22 de minute, domnilor și domnilor, în fața dumneavoastră, David Brown, CEO al Performance Consultants. Uh, hello, David, uh, again. So, we were talking uh, when the microphones were shut. Uh, David, give me three things that we must uh, be aware of when we start a business.
2: Hi, Saran. Um I think, look, I think you've really got to have a high dream. You've got to have a real ambition about what you're achieving. And I think the conversation we were having offline, yes, yeah. you know, you know, you, you know, most people in the world—I mean, this is a terrible figure—they bring 40 percent of themselves to work. Oh, wow! But so, so you bring ninety percent of yourself to work. So, so why do you bring ninety? I mean, what's 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 the motivation? Why is that ninety percent there?
1: I just love it. So I just love to come to my job and do what I'm supposed to be doing here.
2: So imagine if everybody in their organizations could do that. Imagine if, you know, with startups, with big companies, with Romania as a whole, imagine if people were participating this way.
1: What what impact do you think that would have? That would be awesome, (laughs) I think, yeah.
2: So so you're a perfect example of this. I mean, in your, your radio, you guys had a dream. You actually said, right... This, we're going to do this no matter what. And you did it. And now you're actually, you've are actually, you're, you've got the freedom, you've got the responsibility. You're actually like, you come to work happy. You actually want to fulfill something as meaning and purpose. And this is really what everybody's looking for, meaning and purposes. So what we need to do is structure organizations that allow people to have meaning and purpose and really to have the lives that they dream of. And that's so, so possible.
1: So I could uh, say that meaning and purpose comes after happiness at work?
2: Uh, it's part of the process. It's part I, of yeah. the process. I think. Okay. Yeah. So I think you know. Actually, when people, it's sort of like the next evolutionary step. But if you're actually, if you're finding that you're actually doing that, then then mm-hmm. happiness comes, and you actually, what happens also is all the external things like power or uh, or status symbols become secondary. They're not primary pro- things focuses.
1: Uh, you brought up the next question in line. So um, when do we know that um, our business is working right? When do we have um, those uh, parameters, I don't know, um, that gives us uh, the conclusion that our business is working just fine?
2: So uh, what what we do, what what happens in coaching is we call call it a goal uh, setting pyramid. Okay, so there's almost, and what happens is everybody normally puts everything in together and they try to judge it all together. But really, you need to have uh, different sections in different phases. And so really, so like a perfect example is, you know, are you fulfilling your dream? you know, you've already set a very high ambitious goal, but like, where are you in that now? Yeah. And so, but, but and then like, okay, so what's what does, what is are you fulfilling your end goal? And what are the performance goals in place? So it's, it starts to flow easy. It starts to become easy. It starts to become passionate and you get more passionate about it. I mean, for me, it's a bit like a, um, it's like an arrow. The arrow is getting more focused and I think this is what you were saying like you know you start young you sort of have an idea yeah. and the idea and the, and the picture in your mind becomes clearer and clearer but what happens is you start to actually manifest the picture that you envisage from the beginning
1: Yeah the picture comes to life so yeah, yeah uh, that's that's a big uh, that's a big thing uh, so let me ask you the right people or the right idea or product what's more important
2: um, I th- Look, I think the people are extremely important, but for me, they're almost the third, they're the third thing, not okay. the first thing. And like, and, I th- and I've, and I've, and what we find is when people, uh, if they don't, if you leave the people out, then you have problems. Okay. But, you know, it's really, what's, you know, with a leader or CEO, it's having a very ambitious goal. What's the dream? What's the, and when he's clear, he or she is clear about this. Then, then that's the start, and then it's really okay. All right, then you know, okay. Well, what are the priorities that actually going to allow me to fulfill that? And being clear that, Mm. like most people have ten priorities. From my experience, you only really need to have three, and everybody needs to need to know what they are.
1: Uh, What are they?
2: (laughs) Um, Well, it's really what's what are the biggest leverage points that we can use to actually fulfill the the dream that we have or the ambition that we have and knowing those then that's where the focus is mhm um yeah so that's probably um the biggest one
1: okay so how do you know when the burnout syndrome comes in when do we when do we know that we worked um, much much uh, longer and uh, okay. So we have an yeah.
2: equation. So if you can imagine a triangle, okay? Okay. And, and, and most companies in the world, and this is where burnout is, and we see a lot of this in startups and, uh, and digital platforms is, so on the top of the triangle is performance, okay? And they only focus on the word performance. They don't focus on anything else. They don't even know anything else exists. And the moment that you start focusing, on, you've already begun the burnout process because there's also two angles, there's two points on the triangle, and those two are learning and enjoyment, and you must have equal focus on these and we, right. and most organizations don't do that they just look at performance and what happens is they burn people out young people don't stay they look for other opportunities because they want to l- they want more learning and more enjoyment
1: so the problem in the the work market it's not the um, i don't know the young the millennials that are walking away from jobs but uh, i don't know a poor strategy in the um, Firm in the company that allows people to um, miss their goal and burn out and leave them.
2: Yes, and that's what's happening. I mean, look, I I was really fortunate. I was working for one of the best investment best for banks in the world. It was like I was employee number eighty, and you know, we would uh, as an individual, I could actually choose what I focused on in agreement with the organization. I almost, I could also choose what I got paid, what my bonus was and things like that. So there was so much freedom and responsibility. So The more freedom I had, the more responsible I became. And this is what, and young people, that's what they're really, they're thirsting for
1: now. Okay, all right, Uh, responsibilities. Uh, And uh, talking about responsibilities, what is the risk? And uh, how do we deal with risk in the year 2018? Risking in business of course uh, i don't know um uh, closely related to feelings and business also because i don't know i think they are uh, interconnected you feel bad so your work is not that good so the business will fail
2: um so yeah I think it's, it's, it, what you 're trying to say is you 're you know connecting you, who you are as a human being yeah. with what you 're doing and this is i mean this is what really i mean this is, this is really it 's actually most people don't bring themselves to work, so they leave themselves at home with their family and their children, and they bring a tiny percent of themselves to work and of course, this cannot continue and of course so you want the whole person to come to, to mm. work so if, you do, if we don 't do that in organizations we won't we won 't really grow i mean like it's so and, and every human being wants to grow as much of the time as all the time as they can, not just a tiny part of themselves.
1: Wow! Uh, in every business, we need to measure some parameters. Uh, what we should look for when we analyze a business.
2: Okay. So I, I you know, I, I think you've got to be really clear about. Okay, what's the what's the when what's the 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 aim of this organisation? Once that's clear, that's mm. great. But then you've got to be clear about what phase the organisation is in, because you know uh, you know there, there's sort of like three phases. Like there's like uh, there's, um, there's the startup phase, which is the it's got to perform, okay. And then you've got the growth phase, and then you've got the breakout phase. Now all of these are actually happening at the same time, yeah. but there needs to be different percentages at, at the time. So just being clear where the organization is. And I think the prior from our experience, the priorities actually change in each of these different phases. But most organizations don't realize what phase they're in.
1: Um, some listeners are asking us, so what do you say some companies need to organize and orient their businesses around their personnel and not the other way around?
2: I think it's both. It's, um, you know, if you don't, if you haven't worked, if your if your foundation is in place and you have actually haven't built the performance, then it's you know if you focus on the people you've got a problem. If you uh, and if you actually don't work out where your growth's going to be and you just focus on the people you've got a problem. But if you don't fo- then focus on the people, then you've got a real problem because you won't actually have you won't actually have the culture that allow you to really expand. It's it's all, it's all.
1: David, do you have a definition for I don't know a risky business? Like in general, a risky business, what is a risky business? Uh, a business that uh, is, um, I don't know, <sighs> I'm missing the words here. I don't know, what is a risky business,
2: David? Well I would have thought a radio uh, station was a risky business.
1: <laughs> it is a risky business.
2: But the thing is, it wasn't a risky business because, you know, the three founders decided they were passionate about this. And so they had a dream. So in many ways, it's, you know, with a, if, you have a, if you have ambition, you have a dream, it, it takes the risk away because, so whereas a lot of organizations, they don't have that. They don't have that at the top. And, the, and, and if they don't have that in the organization, for me, it's almost like they're on borrowed time.
1: Thank you, David Brown, beautiful conversation here, people 10 și
0: 32 de minute, revenim imediat Unul din 15, 15 pentru România În Guerilla Camp, parteneri HP și Aqua Carpatica
1: Așa este și dau și eu două bergoale pentru una plină Mai ales celor care rămân acum pe frecvență
0: Aici, Guerilla Camp, pentru cei cu start in sânge. Business liberat de telecom, accelerat de Dacia, inspirat de Banca Transilvania. Și am o
1: acum la voi, dragi ascultători de Guerilla Camp Live. Vreau să pun la dispoziție telefonul 075894948 SMS și WhatsApp în condițiile în care vreți să inițiați o conversație cu David sau pur și simplu vreți ca David să vă răspundă la o întrebare. Uh, thank you for the questions also for the listeners that um had them already because we have uh, a question for you David from uh, Irina great discussion and thank you David for sharing all these great ideas can you please elaborate a little on how focus on people looks like from your perspective
2: Hi, oh, Irina. Thank you for the question. Irina, it, I think it's really amazing because what people can think of it, it's just about business. It's not about business, it's about human beings. We have an equation that's really, really simple. And, it, and effectively, if you can, if you imagine performance equals potential minus interference. So most of the world, all they focus on is performance. And of course, when you just focus on that, it, it goes up a little bit, but then it limits itself. So what you need to what we need to do is actually refocus on potential and and interference. And so all we have to do is what what can we do to increase potential and what can we do to to um, lower interference? Hmm. And the moment we do that, where do you think the impact is on performance? But of course, you know we we only fo- uh, most people only focus on performance, and then of course you lower the you lower the. Um, the potential and yeah. you increase the interference.
1: So it's uh, better to have um, people with great potential in your team? Yes. Of course. And,
2: and, and as a leader and as a manager, your job is to say, well, how do I unleash that potential and how do I lower the interference that these people are experiencing?
1: All right, I I have a question for exactly that. um, We must accept technology in our business in the way of finding the best man for the job. You know, uh, there are like, uh, I don't know, uh, programs and stuff that find some parameters, some, I don't know, little things in uh, in people, in jobs, in uh, interests and so on. And uh, they can find the right man for the right job uh, that's the advertising but i don't know uh, we must accept this uh, technology um, overcoming or we must uh, find our inner human that have instincts and uh, i don't know he thinks I think the best man is that, that over there or something.
2: Yeah, but but imagine, yes, that you're talking about one person, but imagine a whole organization. Our largest client put 35,000 people through a program. So not just one best man, Thirty-five thousand oh people, and so I don't think limiting it to just one person I think is a mistake. I know it needs to start at the top and with management and things like that, but you know, human beings they want to grow, they want to flourish, they want to they want to have the lives they want. And if you and what's amazing about coaching, it provides a structure for people to to do that themselves without other processes. I mean, I was just saying earlier that you know maybe we should actually have a group coaching call. Yeah. Because that gives even though it's I mean coaching is much much more powerful than this, but just with a structured uh, conversation it may be useful.
1: Păi, oameni buni, haideți să facem noi un grup coaching în momentul acesta. Dacă aveți o întrebare legată de business pe care le aveți, de ideile pe care le aveți de business sau pur și simplu de alte business pe care le-ați văzut și ați considerat voi că ori funcționează, ori nu funcționează, aștept mesajele voastre 0758 948 948. Puteți să-l întrebați pe, uh, pe SMS sau pe WhatsApp pe David. Ce părere are despre un anume aspect uh, care vă interesează pe voi uh, extraordinar de mult. De- David, uh, let me ask you, what is the smartest way to uh, found your business, to uh, to bring money in your business, to make your business uh, visible in the market?
2: Um, well, I, mean, I think the quickest way to lose money is to have too much money.
1: <laughs> ok. I can understand it. <laughs>
2: uh, no, but I think it's uh, it starts with you know it's this vision, this dream, and then it's actually being actually um, okay, having superior product. Like, and this is what you have here in this in the station. I mean, you know, you have a you have a product that people really want, and that's why they've supported you, and that's why they encourage you, and that's why they're increasingly listened. So, so I think those two things, and 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 then it's being being really really clear about where are we in our in our in mm. our maturity you know, are we a startup, are we a growth business, or are we a mature business? And every one of those has potential, but being really clear about where you are and what needs to happen at that phase is, where the, is really where the, the focus needs to be.
1: I have a really personal question for you, David.
2: Does it have to be how personal?
1: No, no not that personal, but kind of personal. What kind of business do you really like? A uh, technological one, uh, people business, um, I don't know, something in uh, in uh, food and, I don't know, Horeca. What is your your domain? Or...
2: Listen, I, I was really lucky. I work for one of the best investor banks in the world. It was extraordinary. Two people went to Harvard. They went and started it. And within uh, five years, they'd created like there were eight thousand people, all virtually running their own businesses within an investment bank. So uh, for me, it's a people business, but it's actually it needs to have the structures involved. But like the way technology is going now, I mean, the impact one person can have or three people can have in a country, in a world, I mean, is extraordinary. So it's just, it's it's it's. I think it's a combination of uh, clever. Uh, evolved, mature people with technologies. I mean, the world is changing so, so quickly.
1: Yeah, it's like the butterfly effect or something. Uh, You have a question from one listener. Uh, Who should assist the manager in finding the best way to make his business the best place for most uh, suitable employees and keep this person interested? Uh, What do you think of the HR department as we know it?
2: Okay, so... Uh, I think I think we have a problem with HR in the sense that we call it human resources. Yeah. But then, but really, that's also that's a mistake in the first place. It should there should be human assets. Yeah. So if we look at people as assets, and how do we grow our assets? How do we get our unleash our assets? Just like you look at other assets, it starts to change. From my from my experience, where I've seen companies that have really just absolutely, I mean, are great companies. It's almost like the CEO is actually the chief human resources person. He, te- he really is responsible. And or if there's a transformation, he's leading it from the front. He doesn't outsource it to another department. He actually makes it part of him. So yeah, it, uh, I, th- I think it's this, re- it's this redefinition of human resources as a liability or a problem or a whatever, or a compliance issue to hang on, these are our assets. I mean, you know, and this is, this is I mean, smart... Future companies do this.
1: All right. Uh, you have another question. Do you help people make money in their business? Uh,
2: yes. Um, yes, we do. I mean, <laughs> on average. What, what, I mean, just. I mean. I don't think we, we, we help them make money. We don't make money for them. So so when people do our programs, they, we work out we get an 800, they get an 800% return on investment just on the money. So it's really changing who they are, but it's really giving them the skills. Most people have the, the, the technical skills. They have all these skills they can do, but there's, there's human skills in this component that are as important or more important, and especially in leadership.
1: Okay, uh, we will be right back uh, people and you will find out why is David here in Bucharest.
0: Unul din 15, 15 pentru România. Angherilla Camp, parteneri HP și Aqua Carpatica. Aici, Guerilla Camp, pentru cei cu startupul în sânge. Business liberat de telecom, accelerat de Dacia, inspirat de Banca Transilvania.
1: 10 și 53 de minute, domnilor și domnilor, și astăzi în Guerilla Camp Live îl avem pe David Brown, CEO of Performance Consultants, unii dintre oamenii care au pus bazele coachingului de business, pur și simplu, la nivel mondial, și în cazul în care aveți un business, sunt absolut convins că ați auzit de David Brown. Dar, evident... Se pune întrebarea și m-ați și întrebat Deja pe SMS 0758948 Ce face David uh, În România, ce face David din București Și unde îl puteți întâlni so, David, uh, what is your business Here in Romania, why have you Come, uh, come here and Where the people can watch you And uh, we have Of course, we have uh, Near us in the studio uh, We have a friend, Raymond Hello Raymond
3: Hello, Soren. Hello, everybody.
1: Aşa, eu cu Raymond o să vorbim în, în română pentru voi, dragi ascultători. Raymond, ce face David și cum v-ați gândit să-l aduceți pe David?
3: Mulțumim mult că ne găzduiți în emisiunea și drag? ne dați oportunitatea să vorbim un pic de acest eveniment. David este un prieten și un partener. Marco Polo Consulting este compania cu care... PCI este partener în România iar astăzi, după amiază de la ora 6 în fostul Hub Impact, astăzi Common Lounge, organizăm un eveniment la care vor veni aproximativ 40 de companii de corporații, reprezentanți de seama ai corporațiilor și împreună vom porni o conversație despre cultura organizatională hmm. și despre impactul coachingului în cultura organizatională.
1: Ce fain! Uh, cu ocazia asta ai răspuns să știi că multor ascultători care ne-au întrebat ok, unde ar putea să participe, cum ar putea să vină, așadar la uh, coaching lounge cum ai zis? Commons lounge. Commons lounge.
3: Este locația fostului hub impact.
1: Ok. Unde era înainte Impact hub Așa că, oameni buni, cred că puteți să dați un search în Google și puteți să ajungeți acolo. Se poate intra, trebuie să fie plătit vreun bilet, e doar pentru invitați speciali, e... Cum se întâmplă evenimentul?
3: Evenimentul este cam deocamdată... Primul, uh-huh. Acest prim eveniment este pe bază de invitație. Următoarele uh, probabil vor fi diferite pentru că e primul dintr-o serie. Vrem să pornim... O conversație care să dureze, pentru că acest concept, cultura organizațională nu e unul simplu, e, e ca un norișor pe care nu poți să pui mult. Și atunci um, vrem să mai degrabă nu vrem să dăm soluții și nici David este aici pentru a da neapărat soluții, ci pentru a porni o conversație pe ună cu toți acești oameni despre modalități în care cultura organizațională să fie chiar um, cum să spun. Companiile să, să facă ceea ce voi ați vorbit mai devreme, adică să poată crea un spațiu în care oamenii să vină, să-și pună energia, pasiunea um, în scopul uh, job-ului, în scopul locului de muncă în care, care sunt. Cu alte cuvinte, să dăm organizațiilor posibilitatea de a, de a crea un spațiu um, foarte potrivit pentru oamenii de azi.
1: Ceea ce David chiar vă poate învăța cum să faceți chestia asta. Mulțumesc frumos, Raymond. David, you have a question from our listeners. Now we have only three minutes to go. So, David, have you ever heard of a manager deciding to turn his business around because he or she found that it would be better suit his employees or being inspired by them?
2: Uh, yes, well, mo- most, I mean, if you look at most successful organizations, that's what they're actually doing. They're actually allowing the individual people in the companies to actually, to to, to choose the path, to be involved in the process, to be motivated to do so. So, that, I mean, I, you know, in, 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 the way I see it is like if you imagine a triangle, a black triangle, okay, mm-hmm. that one black triangle, that's what the outside sees. But what it is, the triangle is made up by... Thousands of little triangles of people with their own dreams, their own ambitions, their own learning, their own enjoyment, and when that is unleashed, that's when you have great companies. And, and if you think about a great company, if you actually look at the detail, that's really what's happening. There's, I know, there's a leader, but he's actually there are there are there are multiple leaders in the organisation, and they all feel that they have the power to make change
1: beautiful beautiful conversation today uh, mr. David Brown thank you thank you very much for this opportunity to uh, to speak with you uh, and for our listeners as well uh, this was it I'm sorry because we do not have time anymore but this was an excellent opportunity for you and for us and of course for all of uh, all of us so thank you David uh, have a nice day and uh, if you want to uh, say something to to the people who who are starting their business right now uh, something like I don't know um, anything, please do uh,
2: Look, if you've got a dream if you've got a high, make sure that it's a high dream because, you know, achieving high dreams is just as easy as low dreams
1: Thank you very much
0: Unul din 15 15 pentru România Camp Parteneri HP și Aqua Carpatica.